episode of Laughing Matters with Robert Burrill. Brought to you, as always, by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. While you're there, uh, my, uh, I recommend that you check out uh, Tim Harmston. Tim Harmston, my guest uh, today, has an album on there. I do have an album on there. Beard, the beard, beard Full of Bees or Beard? The Most Bees Ever. Most Bees Ever by Tim Harmston. Purchase that along with Sex and Politics by yours truly. Can't go wrong. No, I, I should have another album up on the Stand Re- Stand Up Records website soon. So. Oh, fantastic. And what's, uh, what's that one? Uh... I don't know yet. Don't have a title for it yet. As <laughs> yeah. yet untitled. Well, That's a very like artistic name for it, too, if you... Yeah, it's called uh, The Vastness of Nothing. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the Void called. by Tim Harms. No, it's all edited and ready to go. I just haven't... I, we haven't solidified... We have a name, but I'm not going to say it, because then, okay. if, then if we, we change it at the last minute. Sure. You'd be surprised at how difficult naming a comedy album is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I went when, uh, before mine, I sent him like seven or eight things. Like, ah, no, not really. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Becky was, I think, I think it was, uh, Becky or one of my, one of the guys or something was just like, it's called Sex and Politics. That's all you, that's basically what you're joking about. Right. Uh, That's, it seems very appropriate for, for the material that you do. And and whereas my material, I think it's less, you know, there's not a lot of politics and Mm -hmm. not a lot of sex and just a lot of goofy, weird stuff that, you know, like the most bees ever. It was just, I just don't know. You know, you want to you want to name something that is attractive to people, but at some point you're just like, I just want to pick something and get this over with. So yeah, yeah. But but we're buy me. Yeah, buy yeah. me. <laughs> buy me. Help me help me put gas in my car. I think yeah. that should be the name of it. Pay for this album. <laughs> yeah, full price. Full price. <laughs> full pr- Tim Harmson. Full price. Was that the one? Now you uh, taped that at the plus, right? I did. I taped it in on the exact same stage that you taped Sex and Politics. Yeah, I think we're the only two so far that I'm aware of that yeah. have recorded there. How did that go? Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, it went great. It was uh, it was back in November, and I had uh, I grew up in uh, Western Wisconsin, so that so it's it's a little bit easier for me to fill up a room full of people over there. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm very lucky and fortunate to have a good base of support in Western Wisconsin, um, which most comedians desire to be. Exactly. <laughs> it's that coveted Western Wisconsin market. Yeah. yeah. Right. And cheese so, Alley, they yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, you can... <laughs> the cheese belt. <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so I have, uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I did, you know, I put, I don't know, 150 people in there and we, we had a good show. I mean, it was fun. And then, you know, my mom sent out a bunch of people and, you know, and I let, I kind of let loose. I did some, some jokes that I normally don't do that are maybe a little bit on the push in the edge on the, um, mm-hmm. on the, um, you know, um, is this something my grandma would want to listen sure, to? Sure. And so yeah, yeah. it was fun. And, and so the album's going to have a little bit of everything. So nice. I think yeah. that's what you want. I, I kind of did that at my recording too, where I did some political jokes that I probably wouldn't do right. in the average middle of the road set. But at the same time, like I and I feel a little guilty uh, sometimes. Like I'll do shows in more conservative areas, yeah. Where I mean, they're not wearing MAGA hats, but like the gist is there. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. The essence of the hat uh, in the camo jacket. I don't whatever. (laughs) But anyway, so I won't do any political stuff, and then I'll just do all uh, engage to a grandma, whatever substitute teaching stuff. And then they buy the album, and I just know, like, if they listen to it, they get to, like, track six, like, that lanky ass. Ugh. But at that point, I've already got their money and yeah. whatever. And they'll... You should have called your album Latent Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peekaboo liberal. Yeah. Maybe that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, so you did that, and that's going to be coming out when? Uh, I don't know. Not sure? So it's, it's all edited, and then we just have to package it and... Print it out, do the artwork and stuff. I was about to ask about, about the uh, artwork too. Mm-hmm. Do you have a idea what you're going for with that? Or <sighs> well, I'll just say this: the the first album, the most bees ever, was a, a tip it's of a the great cap. cover. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great. Cover. It's a really nice cover, and and uh, it 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 um 
it's a tip of the cap to uh, Frank Sinatra's um, In the Wee Small Hours. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this next album is going to probably be a tip of the cap to Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Just working through the Rat Pack. <laughs> yeah, or my two favorite singers yeah, and yeah. performers. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I know that people always talk about the Rat Pack and stuff. And, and I always, I always, it always kind of bothers me because as artists Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. kind of stand alone like they had this sure, huge sure. body of work yeah, yeah. and then the Rat Pack's the thing that got all the attention but but uh, aside from that um, uh, but anyway yeah so it's uh, so if you're listening family of <laughs> Dean Martin go screw yourself <laughs> yeah, if any of the, uh, the heir to the to Sammy be, Davis Jr. Yeah. fortune happened to be listening in the uh, 494 694 <laughs> loop tonight at around 7.05 p.m. Yeah. Take uh, it. But yeah, I just I, I did wanted to bring up something else, too. And I know you have a lot of stand-up comics on the show, right? Yeah. And and you normally tape it uh, Saturday, right? Yep. This yep. is normally the time. And, and it's usually hard for comics to be on time in general. Yeah. And I just would like you to sort of pat me on the back a little bit for being um early oh absolutely of, yeah, yeah you, i Bob. really appreciate it a lot of times we're i'm just chatting with the producer for a half hour uh sometimes nate abshire just doesn't show up at all and then it's i know <laughs> just like, I but know. i know going in yeah. i know i can't be surprised so would you say uh and i'm going to lead you down this this Let's line of question would you yeah. say that there's kind of a reassurance reassurance uh, in your mind or like a, a comfort that you'll have a guest who's on time when you book me for the show. Absolutely. Okay, great. It's that Harmston reliability. Yeah. Like I know. Yeah. And then Ooh, like, that could be a name for an album. Harmston reliability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I, yeah, it was, uh, I didn't book anyone else. Um, Cause because, you know, I was going to, because I knew you were going to be yeah, there. That's exactly. the thing is like, I usually have to have some plan B's, Right. With guys where like, okay, like if it's uh, a younger comic or someone that I know is going to be out till two, three, yeah. four a.m. doing shows, right. socializing, like, okay, well then I need someone else. Well, you know, I've already been fishing today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like You've been up since four a.m. <laughs> up since yeah. four, like golfing or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just kidding. I, I'm just joking about. That. Is there uh, is there anything you would uh, new album aside that you would like to plug before we get down to the nitty gritty of today's uh, topics? Uh, you know, all my shows are really out out in uh, out in the world. Not not in sure. Not in your listening area. That yep, I, you that got I, nothing in Eden Prairie. I got Green Bay Blaine, next week. Any big Blaine? No big blowouts. Nothing in no. Eden Prairie or Blaine. Uh, Potentially shows we're looking at Apple Valley. What is that too oh, far? Okay, it might be. It might be. I'm not sure. It depends on the wind. Uh, if there's no, a strong wind, I don't have much in the area uh, until probably later in the fall. But 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 right, you know, I'm just doing. Uh, I'm I'm doing shows in um, Washington State. Oh, uh, nice. Green Bay, Wisconsin, and. Um, Iowa, I don't know. Do you have, uh, it's all on timharmston.com. Go to timharmston.com. That's yeah, that's the that's the best, fastest, easiest right. way to do it. Uh, do you have another week at Acme yet? Do you have uh, your... nothing on the books? I was there Not for yet. the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. I was there for the Super Bowl, and that was uh, that was a heck of an experience. I bet. Um, yeah, the forty below zero. Uh, I brought in <laughs> brought in an opening act who is from Los Angeles who enjoyed the uh, sub. Ah, uh, yeah, Patrick sub Keen. Twelve temperatures and. Uh, we basically stayed in the house the whole week. Um, Makes sense. But we had some fun shows. Uh, I will be at Acme August 29th. Uh, that can't be right. That's like three days. Uh, next week. <laughs> next Wednesday. Next Wednesday through Saturday. So whatever that is. Uh, actually, I think that would work. 29th through September 1st, I believe, are the dates on that. So uh, next Wednesday through Saturday, you can catch me at Acme, acmecomedycompany.com for more details. Uh, is that with Ahmed Baruka? Yeah. Okay, go see the show. I'm not that they shouldn't see you because of no. Robert I understand. Brill. Yeah, Ahmed is is a brilliant, brilliant young comedian. So show up and see Robert, another brilliant young comedian, and Ahmed. Oh, uh, thanks, Tim. Yeah. All right, uh, fall. We only got about two minutes left of this segment. Uh, you're a huge football fan. Yep. What are your expectations going into this season? How? 
Well, if, if for in general, for in ge- for your team, like well, well, you never even told your listeners who my team is. Well, you you talk about <laughs> that you're based in Western Wisconsin, so well, I feel like I'm a Packer fan. Uh, so did we drop listenership right now? Or? I honestly, I honestly don't know. Okay, um, as long as you're not a Trump fan, I feel like <laughs> you can be a Packer fan. That's all right. Uh, also a Packer fan, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Packer fan or Packer fan? Packer. Yes. Pe- well done. Uh, yeah, the yeah. National Enquirer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That was a reference that yep. we don't have to bleep that out. Okay. No, not at all. Uh, and this audience will get that. <laughs> That's the beauty of this show. It's like you throw that out at, you know, House of Comedy or something, and it's crickets, yeah. and people are like, what's he talking about? Any Packer that gets immunity. Um <laughs> I am a I am a, a big Packer fan, and I think that uh, we just lost one of our key defensive players in the preseason game last night, and we just keep just losing people, dropping people like flies mm-hmm. injury wise. So I think that I think it's the Vikings division now again. I think that the Vikings are going to win the division and probably go to the Super Bowl. You think they will go to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl this time? Yeah, I think so. All right, is that so? Who do you? All right, so forty seconds left. Uh, we'll come back. I should, I should, uh, if you're around around the time, like playoffs or Super Bowl, something we'll have you back on. Please do. Maybe we can find the audio of this. What's your prediction? <laughs> what's what's? Uh, so you think the Vikings will make it? Yeah. And who out of the AFC do you think? Patriots uh, again, or is someone going to Steelers? Gonna... Steelers. Yep. Oh, that'd be a big rematch of the Super Bowl. Seventies, whenever that one was. Yeah. All right, well, that was, <laughs> we'll take a quick break and be back with more Laughing Matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Don't go anywhere. You've been down too long in the midnight Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono ultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that StandUpRecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise, that's StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. Hello, this is Ellen Krug from Hidden Edges Radio. When I'm not on the radio, I'm standing in front of audiences training about diversity and inclusion and on how to be welcoming to others who are different from us. More than ever, employers and organizations need professional diversity and inclusion training. I can offer that training through my company, Human Inspiration Works, LLC. I'd love to make your workplace or organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Imagine a world where no one ever went hungry. Where you didn't have to choose between clean air and clean water. And where bitter, drunken comedians didn't have to work in small, dark clubs to tell you how severely screwed up everything is. If that kind of world scares you the way it scares us, then we can help. We're StandUpRecords.com. We offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, and merchandise from the best stand-up comedians on Earth. So please give generously. And remember, together we can't save the world. Yeah, no, we can't. So you may as well just buy something funny. That's StandUpRecords.com. The State Fair has always been full of treats. From corn dogs to cheese curds to anything on a stick. Now you can add a new furnace and air conditioner to that list. Announcing standard heating and air conditioning State Fair sale. Get a new air conditioner for just $2,500 when you install a new high efficiency furnace by September 3rd. Discover more about how you can take advantage of standard State Fair sale at standardheatingdeals.com. Standard heating and air conditioning, comfort you deserve. Waking up is easy when you look forward to breakfast. Serve seven days a week at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul. Try eggs your way with hash browns, bacon, or sausage. There are four delicious varieties of eggs Benedict that should not be missed. And buttermilk pancakes, waffles, or French toast are always fresh off the griddle. How about a Bloody Mary or screwdriver from the bar? The Downtowner Woodfire Grill is located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. 
Imagine a world where no one ever went hungry. Where you didn't have to choose between clean air and clean water. And where bitter drunken comedians didn't have to work in small dark clubs to tell you how severely screwed up everything is. If that kind of world scares you the way it scares us, then we can help. We're StandUpRecords.com. We offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, and merchandise from the best stand-up comedians on earth. So please give generously. And remember, together we can't save the world. Yeah, no, we can't. So you may as well just buy something funny. That's StandUpRecords.com. With more laughing matters here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, brought to you by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. Buy the most bees ever and sex and politics. You won't be disappointed. My guest, Tim Harmston. Uh, so I, I take it you've been following the uh, latest episodes of uh, the Trump presidency season two, possibly the last season. Uh, what, uh, how? All right, let me let me ask you this. Do you think he will get impeached? Donald Trump? Yeah. Oh god, no. You don't think he'll get impeached? Oh, absolutely not. What how do you see this playing out then? Uh And we're just jumping right in because right. I assume the listeners are familiar with what's happened so we can just kind of <laughs> <What>? spitball. <laughs> okay, I I've said from the get-go that Trump's never going to get impeached. He might leave on his own accord. Do you think he'd step down first? Uh, yeah, I think if there was enough legal pressure or some sort of, uh, you know... Um, I mean, the economy would be tanked if he right. was impeached. Everyone would right. be poor. He, the, the reason why I don't think he'll be impeached is because, you you know, you have to ha have two-thirds of the House and two-thirds of the Senate, right? And so, we, what have we seen thus far from Republicans other than just a big shoulder shrug? Like, there's just... Yeah. And if you look at some of the you know, the, and we're we're not talking like we're talking like leadership Republicans that are just you know the Paul Ryan statement on the was it the Cone or the Manafort trial was just like oh, it's unfortunate but I need yeah, to see yeah. more or whatever and there's so many of those like sort of passive um, you know I the, uh, old friend old friend of mine was a, a a school administrator and he had a, a a sign on his desk that said if you permit it you promote it. Oh, and it's, nice. it's never, yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. it's kind of like a parenting phrase. I don't have kids, but that's sort of like a, a parenting sort of guideline. If you permit it, you promote it. And yeah, I just yeah. feel like this, there's no better example than, than what's happening now where people are, the leadership of the Republican party is just permitting and, and thus promoting this thing. So it's, it's there, there will never be an impeachment. So people, I hate when I see people on Twitter or Facebook or wherever on the news, Talking about impeachment, it, it, it's just not going to happen because there's no low that that can get to before there's no threshold for for you know there's no moment mm -hmm. where the Republican leadership is going to be like well, okay, that's I, enough. I, you know? <laughs> well, here's I I will say that I feel like I mean the dominoes are already starting to fall. And so you kind of have to, like, tip your hat a little bit to mo – like, I love the fact that he's not on TV. He's not – he's doing it all behind the scenes, very meticulous, very by the book, granting these people immunity, getting guilty pleas from these people. The fact that Manafort was found guilty on eight of the 18 charges. He's got guilty pleas from Cohen, mm -hmm. uh, non – I forget the exact terminology uh, – non-named – indictment basically right. on Trump the presidential candidate in 2017 who's now or 2016 who's right. now the president like it, right. everything but name uh, and so I feel like if Democrats get the House mm -hmm. possibly the Senate Trump really he doesn't have a lot of loyalists you know like even Nixon had people that would like go to the mat for him Right. And I feel like Trump, though he demands loyalty, is so quick to throw anyone else under the bus that I feel like at this point, anyone who's kind of sort of close to him is in cover my own ass mode. Yeah, there's been, definitely been a lot more cover cover my ass mode um, 
optics from the Republicans. But yeah. but 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 think about this. We're we're a few months away from the midterm elections, right? Mm-hmm. And there's still people that are inviting Trump to campaign on their behalf or to they're looking for his endorsements. So that if if he was truly on the verge of impeachment within the next year or so, Republicans wouldn't be you know embracing him as you know, as we head into the midterm, it's just so. I just, and and, and by the and, and furthermore, Robert, I'm not used the word furthermore. <laughs> I was about to say a furthermore. He threw way, down the furthermore. Yeah, I drove all the way down here yeah. to use the word furthermore. Absolutely w- worth the drive. What what's a Republican right now that you can name? Mm-hmm. You know that would that's that's still embracing Trump, but that you think would vote for impeachment proceedings. I uh, that's embracing Trump right now yeah. and would I feel like most any like middle of the road to slightly let like uh, Susan Collins okay. of Maine. I feel like Lisa Murkowski. I think Heidi Heitkamp. I mean, she's a Democrat, I guess. So she's not really Republican. She's basically a Republican. Um, I feel like if more if more comes out. Mm-hmm. If there is tapes of Trump, which there could very well be well, tapes of Tom Trump, Arnold I feel says like there is. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, I mean, Cohen seems like a pretty uh, slightly dumb, but also like a better call Saul type shady lawyer. Uh-huh. Like I'm sure he's got stuff on Trump. If that comes out, if there is audio, if there is grab him by the P type audio, except right. you know for like paying these women off or like any other kinds of stuff. I feel like if the Democrats get the House and the Senate, not by a two-thirds majority, but Mm -hmm. if they just have the if majorities in both and enough incriminating evidence comes out, I feel like a lot of the Republicans will be pretty quick to go, all right, we're going to vote because then they get to seem bipartisan. Mm-hmm. And then it's putting the Trump thing behind him. Hey, it was just a phase. We were young and stupid. <laughs> we did mean to. Like these are our principles. Boy, we lost our heads there, but we're going to change. Right. We're going to change course. Okay. Well, this you're you're I I really feel like you're you're talking about a Republican party that existed maybe 30 years ago. But, Possibly, yeah, but, yeah. But these are current Republicans and I don't see any of them I don't see any of them ever giving up the party over the country when it comes to Trump. Like, because this is what it, they're it's, they're putting the party before the country. Because if if they weren't, we wouldn't be in this position right now. He would have been impeached a long time ago. That's true, but I also feel like a lot of people when Trump first ran, and even like shortly after he got into office, by the BS, they they bought. Biden isn't a word. Bought the BS. Right. Sort of. And now, I mean, I've talked to people who, who, uh, now I sound like Trump. Well, I've talked to people that say this, so it's true. Uh, But like their parents voted for Trump. They know people that voted for Mm -hmm. Trump because initially, ah, Hillary's corrupt. Trump, they they thought that he would actually drain the swamp. And now with all these guilty pleas and all that stuff, they realize that he's even more corrupt. And I feel like after the midterms, if to the extent Depending on how severe the blue wave is, it should be a wake-up call, at the very least, to Senate Republicans. Maybe not Republicans in the House. If it's a gerrymandered district, they can still afford to be crazy. But to the the senators, the Republican senators, they have to represent an entire state to see how much opinion has shifted. I feel like, uh, you know, whatever kind of like Bob Corker Republican senator is plans on being around. Right. Uh, they're going to be more, I don't think they're going to be, I feel like they're reluctantly backing Trump right now because he's the head of the party. Mm -hmm. And the second they realize, okay, he doesn't have this kind of sway over the electorate anymore, they're going to turn on him. I I love the music. Yeah, cue the the Johnny Cash. Does that mean we have to stop talking? We got about 20 seconds left. Uh, That's... I mean, I'm just, I defer yeah, to yeah. Johnny Cash. Speaking of walking the line, yeah, he's, he's walking a tightrope right now. We'll be back with more Laughing Matters right after this. Don't go anywhere. I find it very, very easy to be... Warning. Last year, over 40,000 Americans died in car-related accidents. Not a pleasant thought, is it? 
In fact, as thoughts go, it's downright depressing. Well, that's where we can help cheer you up. We're StandUpRecords.com, and we offer the finest in CDs, DVDs, downloads, and merchandise from the best comedians on Earth. Artists like Mark Maron, Maria Bamford, Eddie Pepitone, and Doug Stanhope. Available at fine record stores, Amazon.com, and the iTunes Music Store. That's StandUpRecords.com. Come on, listen to us while you're driving. Live dangerously. Lowry Hill Meats, your neighborhood full-service butcher shop that works directly with family farms. Using whole animals gives Lowry Hill Meats the benefit of preparing custom cuts and dry aging. They offer beef, lamb, goat, pork, and poultry, including whole duck, roasting hens, turkey, quail, pheasant, and Cornish hens. Their sausages are made fresh in-house weekly using 40 rotating recipes. Try their handcrafted sandwiches. They are second to none. Lowry Hill Meats is located at 1934 Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis or online at LowryHillMeats.com. It's a good day to be indigenous. Native Earth Radio presents I'm Awake. Our weekly Native American talk radio show will discuss national and local Native American news and events. Local and national guests will help us keep current with Mother Earth, tribal, and Twin City issues. Native American issues are human issues. We invite all people to walk hand-in-hand with our struggles, victories, and achievements. Listen Saturdays at 2 p.m. I am awake. Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono ultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that StandUpRecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise, that's StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. Minnesota has a lot going on this summer, and I don't want to miss a moment of it. However, my carpets remind me of the good times later. That's why I call Zero Res. I'm not willing to waste a beautiful summer weekend washing rugs, so don't worry because the carpet cleaning heroes at Zero Res can help. So schedule your cleaning today by calling 952-ZERO-RES, or you can book online at ZeroResMinnesota.com. Don't forget to ask for the special AM 950 listener pricing. Zero Res, spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. You know, here at Stand Up Records, when we say we have the best names in comedy, we're not messing around. In fact, we were there first, with comedians who went on to become household names. Names like Hannibal Burris, Maria Bamford, the Sklar Brothers, Doug Stanhope, Mark Marin, and Lewis Black. So why not head on over to StandUpRecords.com or Amazon.com or the iTunes Music Store and pick up a classic CD, DVD, or download of the best comedians working today. And check out some of our other artists, because you never know who the next big thing will be. That's StandUpRecords.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight will be partly cloudy with a low around 67. Tomorrow's partly sunny with a high near 87. Monday, partly sunny with a high near 87. Tuesday, partly sunny with a high near 75. And Wednesday, sunny with a high near 76. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Burger Moe's, the perfect neighborhood gathering spot before or after XL Energy events. Having two happy hours and more than 60 beers on tap, come visit them at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul. More information at BurgerMoe's.com. Matters here on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Brought to you by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. My guest, Tim Harmston. Uh, we're debating possible impeachment. <laughs> and you made a really good point at the break. You just said people don't care. And you can't underestimate the amount of apathy, I feel like, for the political process. I mean, I think the, the progressive people care. I don't yeah. think that. I don't think that. Most Republicans care about obstruction of justice or, you know, I mean, the polling is interesting because, you know, you see these polls that come out every day about, you know, disapproval, approval or indifferent or whatever, you know, and, and the amount of Republicans that are still supporting Trump. I, I haven't seen a recent poll on that. I don't know if that's something you could pull up, but it's like it's always I'm like, still trying to get the CNN page from the second I got in here. Have you that, uh yeah, nothing. Um, the uh, <laughs> but I just think that the, yeah. those numbers are were in the eighties the last time I saw that that mm-hmm. there's eighty something percent approval yeah. rate, and that tells you that that people that people on that side don't care. They they really don't care about 
the Mueller investigation. And, that, and that's why mm-hmm. I think that, you know, and, and the thing that I don't think you and I are talking about that's super important is that if Kavanaugh gets confirmed, which it looks like he probably will, yeah. then any kind of um, any kind of litigation or or you know question about indict indicting a sitting president anything is going to be eventually end up in the lap of the supreme court and, and yeah. they have a majority so it's like people that are optimistic that this is going to result in a triumph for progressive people that we can have a and, and i realize this is very sort of um pessimistic but it's like there i don't see it just like when gore and bush went to the supreme mm. court like you we didn't i never i never thought for a second that gore would emerge victorious yeah, because yeah. if there's one thing progressives are good at it's it's not closing the deal in situations like this you know mm-hmm. and, and 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 i don't mean that to be critical of you know everyone involved but i just feel like it's just we we i I don't see a scenario where Trump is impeached and we all high-five each other and celebrate and have a bottle of wine and wake up kind of hungover and still have this buzzy feeling that, hey, we did it, he's Mm -hmm. impeached. I just don't see a scenario where it happens. But you see him resigning. I could or see being forced to leave. Yeah, I could see him resigning on his, you know, he'll frame it in his terms. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah, I, I'm doing this for the benefit of the country or or I'm handing the keys to Mike Pence because, you know, I, I, I the press won't let me be the president that I could be. And so, you know, the press yeah. is the, the media. Uh, ruined my presidency. You can thank them for me. And, you know, I mean, you know that if he does resign, it'll be on those terms. He'll never say, I was wrong, I screwed up, and, um, you know, I'm going to leave now. It, it, it just, there's not there's not many positive, you know, and, the, and, the, and the, the other part of that is that if he does resign, then you get Mike Pence. So it's like, great. That was, was you know. It, well, I mean, I, and I see a lot of, Comics posting this kind of stuff, Corey Adam too, about like how is Mike Pence any better or Mike Pence is worse, and I don't know. I go back and forth on it. Like on the one hand, yes, Mike Pence probably actually believes uh, some pretty you know antiquated <laughs> things that even Trump doesn't. But on the other hand, Pence doesn't have Trump's charisma. Pence, I don't think, appeals to your average like blue collar possibly slightly Democratic-leaning guy the way Trump does with his talk about jobs and stuff. So I don't think Trump, or I don't think uh, Pence is nearly as electable a candidate in 2020 as Trump would be. Right, well, he would be, they would be, you know, but I'm not even talking about 2020. I'm just talking about if if the the Cohen and the Manafort and the mm-hmm. you know the uh, who's the the Westenberg is that his name the uh, oh yeah you the, know yeah like that's a story that it's it's happening so quick right it seems like uh, it took you know a year and a half to get to this point but now I mean who knows within three days there could be a tape that comes out and then there's a crises and stuff yeah and then but you know the thing is is that. I don't see a scenario where where anything coming from the Mueller investigation is gonna is gonna make uh, progressive happy because Trump's been pounding the uh, this is all a hoax this is all you know and so forty uh, percent of the people maybe believe that this is a hoax and that this is the media's fault and you know and so that but you, you can't pound that narrative over and over and over and over again without it having a devastating effect on the you know the world of facts that we yeah, yeah. Well, that we desperately mm-hmm. need but yeah. we're not living in because the person at the top is just continually lying to us and so i i think this you know i mean in the, an overarching point of mine is that this is um this is by the way the least funny laughing matter show <laughs> i mean the last segment i can find a huff post article about Puppies. a guy having sex with a crocodile and we can right. refund okay. that thank so you yeah yeah um, absolutely no, you got it no but my, i haven't had a new show in like a month and then all this happens and so i kind of want to talk about it my overarching point let, let, let me just finish is that <laughs> this four years or two years or however long this goes on seems like forever is is will be known as a lost period for our country and we, we lost four years in the battle of against climate change and global warming yep we, we lost you know multiple 
uh, opportunities for, you know, for working people to earn, you know, good wages. And we've lost a lot of, uh, a lot of opportunity to do some progressive things, protect the environment and establish, um, you know, uh, healthcare policy that would help people. You know, we just, we just, we just like a four year whoops on the schedule or I mean, on our nation's history. And I, and I think, but the most damaging part is this, that this division that has gone on, that he's keeps sowing between us, this just horrible division. And it's just really, it's really been, um, something that I, I hope we can recover from. Well, it definitely seems like there has been a lot of momentum growing on the far left, the Bernie Sanders wing of the Democratic Party, because with Hillary losing, I think they have a much stronger argument to make about like holding firm to liberal principles, running unabashedly as a Democratic socialist. Because, I mean, her losing proved that, like, Democrats need to stop running as Republican light. Right. Like, that might work if you're Bill Clinton in 1992 and there's a third Ross, there's a Ross Perot in there to split the vote even further. Right. Then maybe, but you can't run to beat a Republican in 1992 anymore. Right. Like, the the polls that I see, a lot of uh, millennials or openly see themselves as democratic socialists, don't see socialism as the bad boogeyman word that older generations do, where right. you just think of Stalin and breadlines and like, well, no, there's the, the FDR democratic socialism. He got elected four times right. where you provide social security to people. You shore up Medicare yeah. and Medicaid. You make healthcare a human right. right. You Yes, sanctuary cities. Like the, the horrific stuff about ICE that... You know, terrorizing innocent, so they might be here illegally. They're still paying taxes. They're still contributing. Right. Uh, natural born citizens aren't doing these kinds of jobs. So uh, that message, I think, is starting to grow and resonate with people. You have Alexandria Ocasio Cortez winning in New York and uh, a number of other Bernie Sanders back right. candidates winning in their primaries and stuff. And so I feel like to take the glasses half full idea, like, yeah, Trump is doing a lot of awful stuff, but I think people feel the need to get active in a way that they didn't under Obama because they were kind of complacent. They're like, okay, Obama's up there. He's going to stop anything terrible from happening. And now there isn't that safety net. Well, I I think that the priority will and should be following uh following the uh, the you know well, well let me just back up i just feel like getting the, the money out of the political process should be a if if we're ever able to get a supermajority that should be a really you know and and and, and if people say that but no mm-hmm. one ever does that you know and like you have efforts like the mccain feingold campaign reform yeah yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. just like super weak yeah yeah you know super weak stuff and people are sick of that people are sick of and you know i just think that now we've, we're what 20 years into the twitter age or however many years twitter's been around and and um people have access and so people aren't dumb anymore and you can't i mean there are a lot of you know people that that take you know wrong things off the internet but i think information if you have you know, if you have a need or a desire to find out something, you can find it out and make your own decisions on the internet. Whereas, you know, I mean, there aren't any secrets anymore. And I think people know that, that this healthcare thing is a scam from the top down. Yeah. It needs to change. And, and then that's where I think the, the, um, that's where I think the the need for progressive candidates that realize this it comes in, and that could be a bit of a time bomb too. Because I remember reading that uh, people are going to find out how much they're going to have to pay for their new health care, their health insurance around election time. Right. After, uh, I mean, Obamacare is still sort of in place, but um, now Trump has put back on the market these like junk policies, yeah. I think, Which that I like own. are cheaper, <laughs> yeah. or, but they cover... Nothing. Y- exactly. Yeah. yeah, you pay $10, but you get rug burn. Like, what's... <laughs> that's awesome. I got rug burn coverage. <laughs> and then it... Right, you got the... Uh, you know how they have like the gold and the bronze and yeah, the yeah. silver package. I'm on the... Uh, 
I'm on the aluminum foil. Um, <laughs> In that you wrap it around the part of you that doesn't feel good. <laughs> a little triple, triple antibiotic ointment and some tinfoil can't fix. Yeah, some popsicle sticks. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that I think when you know when people realize that healthcare isn't it, it's not working. It wasn't you know Obamacare was a, a good first effort and to to moving forward. I don't think anyone thought Obamacare was the fix all that 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 yeah. we need. I mean, the reality is we need a single payer system and absolutely. And, um, and that gets back to Bernie and the Democratic Socialists stepping in. Like it shouldn't be for profit. No, it should never be for prop for profit and. That that's becoming evident now. I mean, I think more people are are realiz- realizing that. And I don't know why it took so long, but I think for so many years people were just lulled into believing that health insurance was just a part of the American way. That you had yeah. to just you had to find a job that had insurance benefits, or you had to pay if you're self-employed. You had to pay you know huge premiums for for bogus coverage, mm-hmm. and I think people are just you know you take a small step forward. Um, in you know, with this Obamacare exchange, where it's more, you know, they're, you know, it's not perfect. I never want to say that Obamacare is perfect, but it was a step forward towards maybe an ultimate solution, which is let's get a a, a modern style, yeah. single payer system, and I, that and almost every other Western industrialized country has to parrot Bernie a little. But I mean, just being able to stay on your parents plan until you're 26 de- not denying coverage based on pre-existing yeah. conditions like there were some stools to it that even republicans are like when push came to shove and they had the vote couldn't bring themselves to right. vote again fortunately mccain yeah. stood up and was able to which was something the fact that he yeah. was the vote that kept his opponent's main health care policy and the way he did it too yeah. is that and, then, down. And, and that's the thing is like everybody like you could they had it live like a football game we're like oh Lindsey graham's going over to him but oh they're blocked by amy klobuchar and you're like oh what we'll be back with more laughing matters right after this Warning, stand-up records may cause intestinal distress, fits of insane laughter, instant diarrhea, existential malaise, headaches, nausea, dizziness, vomiting, seasonal affective disorder, more headaches, pneumomono ultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis. Stand-up records should not be handled by women who are pregnant, may become pregnant, have ever been pregnant, or personally know anyone who has been pregnant. Do not consult your doctor if he's operating heavy machinery. Stand-up records is for external application only. And stand-up records is, of course, good for a few laughs. So remember that's StandUpRecords.com. For the world's finest comedy CDs, DVDs, and merchandise, that's StandUpRecords.com. The revolution will be hilarious. I'm Richard R.J. Eskow, and this week on The Zero Hour, we'll be discussing political corruption, Wall Street shenanigans, our corporate overlords, digital dystopia, and maybe throw in a surprise or two as well. All this and more on The Zero Hour every Sunday night from 9 until midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Do yourself a favor and check out the amazing cuisine of EatLocalMinnesota.com. More than just a website, EatLocalMinnesota.com provides you with the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities. The award-winning Hazel's Northeast combines the feel of a small-town diner with the vibrant nature of its Northeast Minneapolis neighborhood. Whether it's breakfast, lunch, weekend brunch, or dinner, their classically inspired and creatively prepared American comfort food is always made from scratch. Hazel's Northeast at 29th and Johnson in Northeast Minneapolis. EatLocalMinnesota.com The dedicated staff at Nightingale Restaurant take pride in presenting a thoughtful and delicious approach to food and drink, whether you're visiting for dinner, happy hour, or brunch. Their focus on made-from-scratch meals using sustainable and local ingredients is likely to make Nightingale your go-to spot for inspired food and drinks. Nightingale, Lindell and 26th in Minneapolis. Tune in to Democracy Now! for real, independent news and analysis. I'm Amy Goodman. Join me and Juan Gonzalez as we speak with a wide range of people around the world, giving you access to people and perspectives rarely heard on corporate media. Catch Democracy Now! every weekday at 2 p.m. on AM 950. Dave Wait, Hot dog. Sometimes I think I should go see a therapist. I know that's something you can't say in the Midwest. It's probably more comfortable to fart on an elevator and tell everybody to get a whiff. The all-new album from StandUpRecords.com. 
We went to Milwaukee because my dad was collecting postcards at the time. So we drove seven hours in a car to see tiny pictures of other better vacations. Now available from StandUpRecords.com, the iTunes Music Store, and Amazon.com. Dave Waite, Hot Doggin'. All right. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Welcome back to more Laughing Matters here on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Brought to you by Stand Up Records. Check them out online, standuprecords.com. My guest, Tim Harmston. Uh, let's let's lighten things up a little bit. Uh, I mean, the beautiful thing, though, is like there is a lot. I mean, it'd be one thing if, like, Republicans were, like, trying to impeach Obama, and then I'd feel like, oh, you know, like, yeah. I, I like him. I don't want—whereas, like, with Trump, I'm like, whatever. The worst, worst thing in the that could possibly happen could happen to him, and I wouldn't lose. I'd probably get more sleep Yeah. if something happened to him. Well, yeah. I, I, so but, it is kind of liberating in that way. Yeah, I think—well, here's—I was just going to mention this, too. Like, I was thinking about it on, on my drive down here as— because I was a little bit early, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, Prompt. I felt like uh, like this is a reality show. Obviously, you've heard that analogy that the Trump presidency is like a reality show. And do you think that there's a certain, um, you know, I mean, let's just compare it to like um, Big Brother or uh, Survivor or one of those mm -hmm. things where it's it's such a mindless exercise and on when you're watching but then yeah. when it's gone you really miss it and you can't wait for it to come back and do you think that that it to some degree progressives and um you know i mean do you think that there's some part of us that love this fight where you're like it's a daily fight to yeah live in this presidency where you're you're constantly battling bad news or Sarah Huckabee Sanders lying to your face or whatever. Like, you're just constantly lying. But mm -hmm. then when it's gone, do you think that part of people will be like, oh, now we have a boring president? Well, that's, yeah, I kind of wonder about that because I would imagine that it was probably at least a little bit harder under the more likable Republican presidents to, I mean, with the maybe with Bush because the Iraq war and once people found out that that was right. BS, then they were, you know, really angry and it was easy to, you know, get energy on the other side. But, uh, you know, Reagan, Bush Sr., I mean, it's at least with Trump, he's so like transparently awful right. that I feel like anyone independent to liberal minded sees how bad it is. Even if you're only paying mild <laughs> attention, even if you're only looking at the news once a right. month, there's something there about how awful right. uh, he is. But let's move on. <laughs> let's move on from from all of that. Let's talk. It's state fair time. Sure. What are you looking forward to? What the Minnesota State Fair? What is what's on uh, Tim Harmston's to do list? Well. Um, or to eat list. I always try to. Do you ever walk around the fair and you think, um, oh, uh, I could eat that at home if I wanted to? Yeah. Like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a pork chop uh, on a stick, or, you know, you're like, well, I could eat that. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just had pork chops last night, in fact. So it's like, I, there's so many things are corn on the cob. I feel, why do we go back to stick? Like, I don't. I just, if you're going to go, go all in on the exotic, you yeah, know, yeah. crazy, you know, mm -hmm. like a deep fried Snickers bar wrapped in bacon with, you know, like that's, I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm, everyone has their own favorite thing. A sure, bucket sure. Of you know, there's nothing better than a bucket of chocolate chip cookies. But I always feel like, you know, go deep, you know, like get the. Get the crazy stuff, because that's the stuff you can't get anywhere else, you know? Yeah. Or, or you can, you know. Do like, you ever just shame people when you see them? Oh, like, yeah. really? Yeah. Rip pork chop. <laughs> you went with pork chop. When are you ever going to no. have another one of those? I don't, and, and believe me, the pork chop on a stick at the fair is truly one of the best things that you can eat, And as is the turkey leg. Mm -hmm. Now, turkey, you don't eat that often, so that's a nice thing to get. Yeah. It's a giant turkey so you leg. like the Renaissance Festival or yeah. something. You get one of those gigantic... Yeah, legs, and even the even you know I like the bucket of chocolate chip cookies because it's basically, um, it's all the cookies that you would eat in a year in ten <laughs> minutes. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, yep. So, but I, I think it's the fair is so much fun. I'm, um, I, I just always enjoy it. And, and people always ask, like, well, why do you enjoy it so much? And you can never really explain why. You know, you're like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Because typically I don't like big crowds. And, but there's just something about it where people – it's it's kind of like Las Vegas in a way where people set aside their normal life and yep. for an afternoon or a day. You just go and you walk around and you do what you do. And, and, and you can kind of check out a reality for a while. And, um, and it is it does kind of give you a sense of – community yes a little bit where you get a little bit of everything there's you know the agricultural building and you can see the flowers and plants and grains whatever and then there's like the (laughs) the the, you know the The grain grain. display the grain display that they have there yeah uh but then they have like stages you can see bands Uh, i think it was a year or two ago i was there with becky and billy bob thornton's band was just in the corner doing a show and they they were pretty good yeah and uh, so you get like the music there. Uh, if you want to do the political thing, there's political booze there. You can right. get your picture next to cardboard cutouts, and you can see that. There's the sports. Uh, yeah, and you can you can see um, animals that you don't normally see, mm-hmm. uh, such as uh, swine. Yep, um, pigs. Pigs. Yep. Uh, get your picture goats. taken with a pig. Goats. My, my wife and I went to the uh, sh- sheep and goat judging and they always they have like this really famous judging guy from texas mm-hmm. who comes up and he's yeah. and he uh he's a master on the microphone mc oh yeah mc goat judging <laughs> i don't know what to say. but he really he's so fun to watch and he mm-hmm. uh he makes you feel like everyone like this is a normal like espn event where yeah, yeah. Like, you know and and the in the in the um yeah, and the horses, you know, like I don't get to see horses up close, and and uh, uh, cow, even the cows are really amazing. So yeah, I, and oh, the fish pond at the DNR, that's oh yeah, easily one of my favorite things. And I and for I'll never understand how they get all those giant fish into the pond and then put them somewhere else, mm-hmm. or do they stay in there all year? Like nobody knows. That's yeah. a mystery. Like, the, <laughs> Many mysteries. I think there's the a fair. there's a a pipeline that runs up to like. Uh, Brainerd or something that they just yeah. the fish just swim in to this little pond and then they, for the fair and then they mm. get like they each get like ten bucks and then they swim back to <laughs> Brainerd or whatever. But that's amazing. Well, and it's also it's it's kind of a fun time of year for it to happen anyway. Yes. I think like school the school year hasn't started yet, so there's like that we have a few more days. Yes, and football season's on the horizon. It's a little bit cooler now, so it's not like stifling hot out. Some days it is, but like at night, if you go a little bit later, like six o'clock, it's yep. it's cooler and uh, rides. Yep, sweets. Yeah, like it's just kind of uh, all the fun things. My wife together. and I got our rings there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. They're um, they're called um, name rings, and you get them. You can get them buffed out. And um, yeah, and so uh, that's the first thing we do is we get our rings buffed. Um, so we're doing that, and then uh, uh, yeah, shopping, whatever you want. So yeah, it sounds like we're a promotional uh, advertiser for, for the State Fair. Fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but I just I'm so excited. I'm gonna go, and uh, and then we. Um, you know, I've been to other state fairs too, and it's not as fun, by the way. Not as fun? No, Illinois State Fair. What's the worst as... state fair? Um, I think it's um, it's got to be Florida because it's in. It's not even. It's yeah, uh, yeah. That's just just a meth head masturbating in a, outside a trailer park. That's the. All right, that's it for laughing matters, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye.